Welcome to episode 305 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Pixie Alice and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am Ollie Pixie Spike and I am joining from Darawal country. How are you, Mel? <laughs> I'm very good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I can't keep this up. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of the fast talk, Ollie. <laughs> oh dear, I'm not sure how I went. Uh, but hopefully saved Bruce Purdy a bit of trouble. <laughs> And of course, we'd like to thank everyone who shared their own podcasting tips, experiences and habits uh, and and likes. I'm not sure we got dislikes, but thank you for sharing if that was the case. I don't recall any. But in relation, of course, to International Podcast Day, which passed by with a bit of celebration on September 30, last Friday. (laughs) And the mention there of Bruce Pryor was Bruce's feedback indicating that he does listen at 1.3 times the speed. Uh, And that's a a timing necessity uh, to fit it in on the commute, but (laughs) that we do sound like pixies. So we're going to sound like pixies on sugar. Yeah, sugar, helium, and a few other things, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, but Ollie, you haven't been well. Are you, how are you feeling now? Are you okay now? You... I'm on the mend. Yeah, okay. I'm on the mend. Thank you. I'm I'm on the meds. I'm on the mend, and hopefully the tonsils will be better much much sooner. But uh, or soon. <laughs> yeah. So I missed another park run day, Mel, and uh, my apologies in particular to Cameron, who I was looking forward to seeing at Shell Harbour, who went there without me. Um, I had one job. I did not fulfil my job. And fortunately, on what was a very wet-looking Saturday, it did clear up a bit. I was able to rely on one of the trusty team to step in and run direct in my place. Well, big kudos to your team for stepping up and helping Mm. you out. And I'm sure Cameron will be back. I got a feeling that he indicated he has family, perhaps his parents, in the area. So good, good, good. Not sure I didn't search his record, but he may have been there before and he may well come back again. Yeah. So you'll have to catch him the next time. That's right. So, yep, no parkrun for me. Uh, What about yourself? Mel, help me live a bit of Parkrun Day experience, please. (laughs) Okay. This week I adventured to Charleston Parkrun, South Australia, on the lands of the Paramunk people. Charleston is a small town in the Adelaide Hills on the main route to the Barossa Valley, and from 1918 to 1953 it was serviced by the Mount Pleasant Railway Line, which now forms the Amy Gillett Bikeway. The bikeway or rail trail is a 17-kilometre sealed path used for cycling, walking and horse riding and is named after Australian track cyclist and rower Amy Gillett. Coincidentally, the Charleston Park Run runs along the Tarmac Bikeway, beginning close to Newman Road, and is basically a relatively flat double out and back with views of greenfields, cows and horses. 75 participants enjoyed the lovely mild morning, which was significantly more than the average of just under 39 finishes. I am pleased to report that volunteer park walkers were out on the course encouraging everybody. However, as was the case with many events, the park walker vests and signs had not arrived in time for the first week of October. I was greeted warmly when I arrived by volunteer Jenny and encouraged afterwards to join the regulars for brunch at the nearby Woodside Providore Cafe. And there I joined Bob and Heather Willis and tailwalker Peter Mason for a very enjoyable park faff, learning more about the history of the event, which launched in June of 2018. Now, I had initially planned to visit Strathalbyn Park Run this weekend, one of my nendies, until I realised that Charleston would fill a Wilson number of 167 and was only a mere 15 minutes further to travel from where I was staying overnight in Murray Bridge. 
sold. Hmm. Little did I know that this lovely park run would also give me a south for my UK Compass Club Challenge, therefore completing all four points of the compass score. That's a bonus. Yes. <laughs> my trip to Charleston was regrettably brief as I needed to return home to volunteer at Juniors on Sunday morning. What tourist tips can I offer this week, Ollie? Hmm. <laughs> Cheap rooms over pubs result in interrupted sleeps. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've, had, I've had too many uh, parkrun accommodation digs with cheap rooms over pubs. Uh, there are at least two palms that I've slept with cheap rooms <laughs> over pubs. Yeah, it's about quarter to two in the morning. I awoke to very uh, inebriated patrons on the street mm. underneath my room. So that's okay. It's all part of the experience. That's right. But, yeah, that was my um, very busy Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was and backed up on the Sunday. Look, thank you for the fix, Mel. That helped. But I am really exhausted because after juniors, Ollie, I had a rather busy day on Sunday as well when I accompanied Abby's mum, mm. Renee Jackson, to do a rather long walk around the city of Melbourne. We took the Capital City Trail and we did that in support of fellow parkrun adventurer Andrew Reynolds, who was over in the UK doing the London Marathon. So although the times didn't align, we still wanted to show our support in some way. So that was what we did. But, Ollie, I am not 30-kilometre walking fit at the moment. <laughs> How about after that? <laughs> Yeah, so what's this? This is this is a bit over 24 hours since the walk. How are the legs, Mel? The legs are okay. The hips are not happy. Yep, okay. The hips are really not happy. So it's not the first time I've done the Capital City Trail because okay. typically in my marathon training I would do the Capital City Trail as my last long run before the Melbourne Marathon. Oh, and it timed quite ironically, in with Sunday being Melbourne Marathon in Australia. Mm. And we knew that the trails would be quite uh, quiet because all the regular runners that would ordinarily be out on those city trails were probably running the Melbourne Marathon or one of the events in the series. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it, it was pretty quiet, but, uh, yeah, so usually I can run the whole thing well, in past years, I've been able to run the whole trail, but that just shows how much fitness I've lost because even walking it was agony towards the end. Mm. But we had fun, so that's all that matters. Well, that is all that matters. That's right. Great support. And, yeah, hopefully the marathon running went well. Oh, Andrew did really well. Yes, he did. Yes? Yes, yes. We tracked him and we awoke in the morning to see how he went and uh, he... Uh, looked very happy with his performance. Excellent. Well done, Andrew. Mm. Look, I suppose um, we should cover off some of the feedback from last week, Mel. Uh, yes, we heard from a few people, Ollie, didn't we? We had a comment from Jeff Glab with tips on giving ratings. That's right. In response to our request for... What are they called? Well, yeah, I guess how you give ratings to podcasts. Um, hmm. And Jeff did explain in the comments there that if you're a Spotify user, you can give Parkrun Adventurers a quick five-star rating like this. That's probably not a very easy way to describe that on the podcast because I, I can't show. But if you check out our post from last week from the episode, Jeff's comment there does have the visual uh, with how to place that rating 
I suspect there are a few people out there that are much more savvy in giving ratings than I am and not sure about yourself there, Mel, but it's quite easy, yeah. Yeah, we also had a message from Alison King who said, how to post a review from the iPhone podcast app. First go to the podcast you want to review, then scroll down. And there it is. I believe Alison also had a screenshot yep. indicating where the uh, review uh, section was. Yeah, that's right. So th- thank you for that feedback and thank you for anyone that has rated us. Next challenge is we've got to find out how to find out if we've had ratings or what, what ratings we have. How to read them. I don't want to read them only in case they're not good. What if they're not good? Oh, look, everyone's view is important. Yeah, but I'll get upset. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that, everyone. <laughs> Only nice reviews. <laughs> no, everyone's view is important, and we look forward to any reviews. And I have seen them occasionally as well, so uh, I jest. But thank you for the feedback. We did also get some feedback from Brett Bailey, who sent us an email, um, which we've included in this section because, hey, <laughs> spoiler alert, we found out the inbox is working. Um, <laughs> but Brett's email was regarding pronunciation, and the drum roll uh, is because um, I'm just making sure that I can pronounce it correctly. But Brett said, hi, team, just following up with your discussion on the pronunciation of Waikanae. I'm no expert in te Maori, but generally the F sound is used with words starting with WH. For example, Fokatani. Waikanae was pretty much as how Ollie said it, and I'm hesitating because I can't remember how I said it, <laughs> but where it is a hard W. Brett said, looking forward to meeting you soon. A Bailey shot is planned for post SH park run on the 15th with a visit to duty free on the way over and maybe a repeat at Bathurst. Cheers, Brett. Thank you, Brett. Alison also gave us a tip, I think, in that same That's um, right. message about giving reviews that also said that you almost nailed your pronunciation, Ollie. So well done, you. And shame on me for forgetting that the F sound only relates when it begins with a WH. Yes, and I think Alison was pointing out that the AE at the end was an I kind of sound, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Why can I? But I'll move on in case I'm butchering that too. But thank you very much, everyone, for the feedback. Mm. However, we've probably got some news from the parkrun world to recap. I'm not sure. It was a pretty quiet week in parkrun world, wasn't it, Mel? I don't think it was. It was busy. It was a big week. It was very busy. Parkrun's a grown-up. Parkrun turned 18. Yeah. Must admit, I was expecting some slightly different festivities to to park walk, but it was a great way to market, of course. I was very sorry to have missed that, Mel, but it's been great seeing a lot of the images and a lot of the celebration and some of the stories coming through, even in the roving reports that are coming up. But uh, on the Parkrun blog over the last week, there was a great recap shared of Parkrun over the years, of course, the origins, some of the key highlights, some of the key challenges, of course, in the last few years that we have had. But if, under 2022, we thought it'd be worthwhile sharing some of what they did publish as highlights for the most recent year. So I'll kick off, Mel, but I... I won't try and read it all. Yeah, no, I can help out. Otherwise, the tonsils will get angry, I'm sure. But they said, over the years, we've celebrated our average finish time getting slower, showing that Parkrun has increasingly broken down barriers to participation and welcomed 
more and more people for whom physical activity was not previously the norm. In 2005, the average finish time for completing a park run was 22 minutes and 17 seconds. Now, in 2022, the average finish time is over 30 minutes. We've introduced the new milestone clubs so that they are equal for both volunteering and walking and running, which further supports our view that all participation is equal, whether walking, running or volunteering. At the start of the year, Russ Jeffries took over as CEO and then in March, we celebrated International Women's Day, welcoming nearly 100,000 women and girls to hashtag International Women's Day Parkrun or IWD Parkrun. Now, with events in 2,200 locations around the world and 18 years of parkrunning, we have grown from 13 participants to more than 7 million registered parkrunners. With our hashtag parkwalk campaign beginning this weekend, the number of registered parkrunners is only going to increase. Join us for the month of October and beyond and invite friends, family, neighbours and colleagues along to your local parkrun for a hashtag parkwalk. Together, we are creating a healthier, happier planet. A happy birthday parkrun. Yes. And a lovely initiative to mark parkruns. 18th birthday. That's right. Did Shell Harbour, oh, I said it. But in any case, did they get their park walk vests and signs in time for Saturday, Ollie? Ding. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we were some of the fortunate park runs, I think, as uh, maybe as the as the mail reached further, further south from Park Run HQ in Australia, we were within that touching distance. So they were able to be safely dispatched across to the team. And we had two park walkers out there in Gordon and Jason out celebrating. Oh, that's good. I don't know Mm. that the vests reached as far south as Victoria. Mm. Uh, I know my local events didn't receive theirs and we certainly didn't receive ours for Junior Park Run. They still haven't turned up yet, but I am eagerly stalking my mailbox every day. Yes. Hoping that they will turn up soon. I'm sure they're here any minute. That's right. Um, clearly, a, it's a big initiative. It's it's a big effort and a lot of people going through a lot of trouble to, to get them out and some great innovation for those that haven't received them and are still looking to celebrate. But uh, I think all in all the positivity of the initiative uh, and seeing and hearing people coming to Parkrun, being drawn to Parkrun for that initiative makes it all worthwhile. So Mm. they're in the mail and I I hope they pop up tomorrow. And we'll hear a little bit more about that in uh, one of the roving reports coming up, Ollie. That's absolutely right. But it's another special day today, in fact, Mel. It is today. It's German Unity Day and we happen to know that there are a lot of adventurers well, okay, maybe a lot is a stretch. We have some adventurers <laughs> over in Germany running at the special event today. I have checked the Consolidated Club report. It's not out yet for Unity mm. Day, so we can't bring you those stats. Christine Imbert will be running, I believe, and Adrian Luscombe also mentioned that he too will be, but... Hmm, we looked at the Consolidated Club report for Zeta Park and Adrian doesn't seem to be in the Adventurous Club, so Adrian, you need to join. (laughs) Callum Burrell shared a link for us to see the Consolidated Club report for Monday, but I have worked out now how I can find that. But thank you, Callum, for including that as well. Indeed. Thank you very much. 
And probably a couple of names uh, familiar to some of our longer-time listeners of the podcast, uh, the name of Nambour Parkrun and the name of Aidan Hobbs, both familiar. Uh, Nambour, of course, being the venue of one of our favourite Palm get-togethers. I think it was Palm 2021. But there's a new record, a new course record at Nambour Parkrun. Oh, it was just ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> really? Aiden Hobbs, you're just showing off. And so the parkrunner and, and, and runner, let's face it, uh, also referred to as Superman, has proven the point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did do a double take here in looking at what the previous fastest time was. I mean, so to come in by my very poor back of the envelope calculation, a minute 37 faster than the previous record at 17.28. On that course in Nambour is just astounding. And uh, so the, the best of our understanding, uh, our fact-checking has shown it to be Aiden's 24th current course record. One of them is a joint record, ironically, with <laughs> a parkrunner by the name of Dean Kane. That's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, no offence to Dean. No, no offence no, to Dean, but he does whatsoever. share the name of an actor who did play Superman in a very popular series, TV series in, would it have been the 80s? I'm sure it would no. have been the 80s, Ollie. It was the 90s. It no. was mid-90s. It was that sweet spot in television and music history, the mid-90s. <laughs> Are you sure? Did you I'm fact check that? I'm absolutely sure. Absolutely okay. sure. Lois and Clark, that's right. I know I was still living at home when that happened. Uh, but not only that, uh, so not only does he share that that record with Dean Kane. Dean Kane was, in fact, the previous record holder at Nambour Park Run. So um, there appears to be a bit of a rivalry between Superman and Dean Kane. So my question is, is Dean's remaining course record at Ocean View Park Run under threat? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Aiden, you might have to answer that for us. Oh, wow. So. You fact-checked? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. It was 1983. 1993. Aiden? It was, no, it was 1993. 1993. Yeah. Yeah. It was 23. No. Oh, now I've just divulged how old I am. Um, oh, well, there you go. Memories can be funny things, can't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, yes, I do remember that series, Mel, and, um, yeah, I, I don't think I watched too many of the episodes, but I remember Dean Kane well. Mm. But more to the point, congratulations, Aiden. Uh, that is a phenomenal park run and, of course, you know, to, to everyone there on the day as a, as a part of the event, but I can't imagine that. How exciting. Now yeah. Aiden got to go for the Australian record. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure whatsoever. <laughs> anyway, that's that's. A fairly big recap, so I think it's time maybe to hand over to a couple of our roving reporters, uh, Ingrid and Sarah, this week, who will recap what was the first park walk day with some roving reports. Adventurers, this is Ingrid at Armadale Park Run, and I'm here with Margaret and Chris. The reason I'm doing this report today is because we are doing the Park Walk Initiative here in October, and Margaret said to me that she is here for Park Walk. Now, I was fairly skeptical about Park Walk. I thought we always welcome walkers anyway, but Margaret's here because of Park Walk. Hi, Margaret. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Yes, I'm here for the very first time, and only because it said park walk I felt less intimidated because there was walk in the title rather than park run knowing how fast my son runs park 
park run. So your son's a fairly regular park runner. He's been coming here for a few years and pushes his daughter in the pram all the way and does a, a fairly fairly good run. Yeah, there are a couple of really fast buggies actually and there are hills and there was boggy ground and they were still on fire today. So, so it's fantastic. Um, how did you find the course today? I found it tricky. Um, we did go at a pace. I went with my daughter-in-law and the other baby in the pram and we did get bogged. There were hills. We didn't finish the course but we did it at a fairly good rate and got our heartbeats up. Yeah, and that's really what it's about. It's the participation. It's not about finish times or anything else. It's about being here. Um, yeah, the ground was a bit boggy today. It's definitely not one if you want to keep your shoes dry. They were, they were pretty good. Um, now you're here with Chris, and Chris, is, this is your second park run. Yes, yes, it's my second one. My uh, son has been doing this for years and keeps saying, oh, Dad, you really ought to come to park run. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I succumbed. Yeah, and you found out he was right, didn't you? <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. And much to my surprise, I could actually run the whole course, although I felt pretty secondhand after it. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't manage to run the whole course, but I, I never do, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a run walker. I enjoy ah. the run walk. So, yeah, and that's, and that's fine. And that's why I was surprised with Park Walk, because it does seem to me that it's quite inclusive and it is really interesting hearing your perspective. Do you think you'll be back? <laughs> when the ground has dried out a little, I think I will. It's quite cold this morning. There's a freezing wind. Uh, I think when the weather warms up a little, I do walk fairly regularly anyway. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've broken the. I've sort of broken that um, barrier. I think, <laughs> knowing that I can come and that everybody is nice and you don't have to run. Yeah, well you're about to find out the best bit is the coffee afterwards so we all, that's the only reason we all do it. So, yeah, well, really great to meet you guys today and we'll Lovely catch you around. Lovely to meet you, Thank you might much. see you here again. So I'm here on a brisk Armadale morning and I'm here with Amanda and Ian and they are park walkers today. Hi guys, how did you find it today? Yeah, it was really fun, nice to encourage the walkers. Yep, fantastic, love walking it. Yeah, and you guys are regulars here. How many park runs have you done? We've both done about 230, Two, thereabouts. 230, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And mostly at Armadale or mostly, Yeah, mostly at Armadale, but we enjoy a touristy park run when yeah. we can. Yeah? Anywhere and everywhere. Up Northern Territory, Queensland. We haven't got to Victoria yet, but we've been around New South Wales many spots. One of our podcast hosts is quite keen on Victoria, but I, I don't know if it's all it's cracked up to be. Hey, Mel. <laughs> I've even done Bushy Park Run over in the UK. So oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. How many years ago was that? Um, that was about five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, about five years ago. I've yeah. got to say, was it massive? It was huge. There was about a thousand people there. It's crazy. Yeah. I've got to say the smaller ones are, I prefer the smaller ones. I prefer ones, the but smaller ones too. That was a bit overwhelming for me, but I did enjoy the experience. Yeah. And you love Armadale Park Run, I'm sure. Oh, Armadale Park Run's a fantastic park run. It's beautiful in springtime and even in autumn when there's all yellow trees and you've got to run on the yellow leaves. It's, it's lovely. Yeah, it is very pretty. It's mostly a grass course. It's an out and back, but it's, it's a little bit of a complicated course, but there was plenty of marshals and it was really well marked out, I found, um, and lots of friendly people, as you'd expect. How long have you been park running here? For 230 runs, have you been here sort of since the beginning? Yep, we did the first one and we virtually come here every Saturday unless we're off somewhere else and if we're touring or traveling we'll always find a park run. My wife makes sure that wherever we go there's a park run on the Saturday morning somewhere we can go to. 
I like her a lot. <laughs> okay, well, thanks, guys. And um, you you enjoyed the um, park walking role. Did, yeah, this is something yeah, yeah. obviously different. I think different. it's a good. I think it's a good initiative. It's good to encourage the walkers. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we should get a lot more walkers coming out. It's good exercise on Saturday morning. If it's cold, you come out. You wear a, a coat, a hat, buff gloves. And it's just warm, you're warm, you're warm as toast walking. Yeah, and I've got to say, I'm standing here in a T-shirt. It's pretty nice now compared to when we started, so it really did come good quite quickly. When you guys crossed the line, there were sort of two or three walkers around you, and I know a few in front and a few behind. Was the conversation good? Yeah, we oh. just tried to encourage everybody that we saw. And luckily, because ours is out and back, we got to see people as they were going past us as well, the other direction, so that's good. Yeah. yeah. When we start park run, you have very few friends, but when you do it as much as we've been doing, you end up travelling all through the countryside doing different runs. It even got us to the Larapinda Trail Stage race this park, Armadale Park Run did. Wow, fantastic. Mm. Okay, well, thanks so much and thanks for volunteering. Thank You're you. Welcome. Good morning, Park Run Adventurers. It's Sarah here, not on the west side, but on the east side. I'm here to get my Z at Zilmere this morning. Very exciting. And I'm here with... Damon Newman and Maria Newman and I'm very excited to meet you guys now can you tell me a little bit about your parkrun journey so far journey started off with Marie actually she I I probably am more the runner of the both of us but um, we were living in Varsity Lakes and uh, Marie said to me I think there's some type of running group that goes on over at the um, boathouse, the boathouse. Yeah. so we turned up there and um, now we're about 350 odd into it i think marie's about 150 or 60 odd volunteers wow volunteers congratulations and thank you that's amazing still need to get my 100 volunteer shirt (laughs) yeah you better order that yeah well done um so do you guys go around and do a bit of adventuring yourself we have yeah um because we've been up here in brisbane for about the last year and a half two years yeah about two years now um we it's first opportunity really because we were you know pretty much entrenched in varsity for a long while there so um we got the opportunity so we've pretty much done most of them that are within about an hour of here and anytime we go away even if it's new zealand or canada or wherever there's a park run we will always i'm (laughs) Canadian. but we will always pick accommodation next to a park run and for us it's like our regular like we call it church even that's how regular Awesome. That's our, our kind of people here. <laughs> nice. Um, so what does parkrun mean to you? I guess it's it's part of your routine. It's Community. Community. Coffee. Absolutely. Coffee, the important <laughs> stuff. Uh, independence, like mobility, I mean, like the ability yep. to just keep fit as we get are getting older and just Perfect. trying to hopefully we'll be there, still there, you know, even in our twilight years. So, yep. Yeah, awesome. And we've <laughs> seen that. some, you know, it really has been an eye-opener to us because... Um, we've met people, especially even at Varsity, that are about 70? 70s, even 80s. 80s. Yeah, that are yeah. running it. Not yeah, wow. About 81, yeah. I so think, is our, one, one of our oldest yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, right. So we just reckon that, you know, if they yeah, can do it's it. Yeah, great. Yep. I've dragged um, my partner's um, par here today. He's 82, so oh, he's awesome. on the course somewhere. Oh, well done. So, um, yeah, it is great. And that's right. It doesn't discriminate. Anyone can, exactly. can join in. I, yeah. I pushed yep. my father around at uh, New Farm Park Run this time last year, exactly. Um, he's 80. He was 81 at the time. 80, oh, turning wow. He turned 82 that day. Yeah, wow. wow. Pushing him around in a park in, in a yep. winter. What a great birthday. Or start to a birthday, yeah, I say. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> um, and aside from sort of when you're holidaying and you do 
do a bit of adventuring. Do you chase any of the, the challenges at all? Not really. Not we kind really. of were okay. surprised yeah. because other people were telling us about them. So you look on your on the app and you go, oh, I've already done, done that one. I've done that one. I've done <laughs> yeah. like even like the um, stopwatch challenge. Oh. It was surprising. Nice. Yeah, I think we almost got every letter, maybe just bar two. Oh, awesome. Q, I okay. think, and I can't remember what else. The ones that, yeah, really yeah. difficult. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, we've travelled all the way from Perth to get our Z. So oh, well done, just to hear you. that you guys have rocked yeah. up. Well, yeah, lucky you guys. So, um, yeah, well, it's really great to hear about your, your parkrun journey. And, um, and, yeah, thanks for sharing it with the listeners today. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, this morning I'm here with Jill Gardner. <laughs> Hi, Jill. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what you've done this morning at Parkrun at Zilmi? Uh, at Zilmi this morning, well, I've come out early, about quarter to six, and I've done pre event setup. I've done the first timers welcome. I've then barcoded after I've run, and I've just finished doing the to- uh, token sorting as well. Crazy, all in a morning's work. Well, all, all in a morning's work. It's not usually as hectic as that, but again, we haven't. Because of the school holidays, I think we haven't had mm. as many volunteers putting their hands up, so I thought I might as well come along and do it and then make sure that the event actually happens. Thank you. We're thankful for that because we travelled all the way from Perth to get our Z. So oh, well, that's good. That. <laughs> yes. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your parkrun journey? I hear you've done quite a few. Uh, I think today is about 453 or 454. Oh, so, wow. yeah, I started about nine years ago. So, yeah, it's been kind of like every weekend for, well, apart from COVID, obviously. Yeah. Um, coming along regularly, but it's part of me now. It's part of my... Uh, yeah. lifestyle yeah it's great so yeah great. if I don't do it I feel as if there's something you know missing well, you have from to my do life it. Yeah, that's yes right. that's right um and do you go around and do some touristing I do yes at the minute um I'm focusing more on getting some more volunteer credits yes because they're a little bit low at the minute so I thought I might as well bump them up this year sounds so like I, you will yeah well each well, well with yeah. today it only counts as one but I anyway know, I do yeah. junior park runs now on Sundays as well oh, to help great. with that but yeah I do like to uh, volunteerism so yeah nice um, I'll be going to England next year so hopefully oh. get a few done over there particularly bushy ones oh, which I'm looking say, forward to bushy. yeah I'm going to definitely do yeah, that when nice. I get over there so, awesome yeah. I hear it's like a very well oiled machine there yes That's thousand well yeah thousand thousand five hundred plus so yeah that should yeah. be interesting it'll be the biggest one yep. I've ever done so yeah yep. looking forward to it um, and I'm assuming you get lots of tourists here as you oh we usually get I'd say two thirds tourists to about a third locals Ooh, and sometimes yeah. there's only a couple of locals and the rest are tourists so yeah, yeah right. it's a big touristy one obviously because we're the only Z in the yeah. uh, whole of Australia so but nice. we like meeting all the uh, people from around and about yeah so that's good yeah cool cool um and any challenges that you're chasing apart from your your volunteers oh tell me about it <laughs> it's, a, it's a forever thing right well you, you kind of like finish one you think oh what should I go for next yeah. so yeah I'm, I'm trying to do um trying to get some Nelsons done I've um, trying to oh I'm trying to get my Wilson Index up a bit well I've got one well, today for Wilson sitting? Index yeah. um, I'm up to about 189 oh. nine. Oh. I'm trying to get to 200 and then I'll give that a rest for a bit nice. but yeah so that will happen just after the new year I reckon um, and then yeah trying to get some Nelsons trying to get uh, some Wilson Index up trying to obviously get the volunteerists and, and uh, volunteering things going and obviously want to do the bushy one try and do the compass one because I need a West but I don't know when I'm going to do Ooh, that yet West is a West in West Australia yeah, yeah, just yeah, started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard Feel that free. One. Yeah. Um, and what's the other a, one? An adventure is, um, There's a couple that I'm nearly at the brink of doing, but uh, yeah, I'm um, hopefully I might get. Oh, another S. I need snakes alive. One more Ooh, S, but okay. I might do that when I go to England. Sounds good. So, Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Well, I love your enthusiasm for parkrun. Oh, I love it. <laughs> this, yeah. 
Jill is not Jill without Parkrun. Oh, I love it. Part of your identity. It's <laughs> so middle name. Oh, that's actually great. That's a great idea. Cool. All right. Thank you for sharing part of your story today. That's right. And um, all that you do for volunteering in Parkrun. That's right. Happy Parkrunning, everyone. Thank you. All right. I'm here with... Terry and Dylan and I really like your new vest can you tell me a little bit about it and what you did this morning so this vest is a park walk it's a version of park run but it's for people who think they're not quite ready to run so they just want to take it slow so you can walk it's very fun and you can do it at your own pace and it's park walk is as good as park run awesome they look really great and really great job volunteering this morning. Thank you. It's um, awesome. And just quickly, how many park runs have you done, young man? Uh, I have done around 65 to 70. That is very impressive. Very impressive indeed. Is this your local park run that you come to a lot? Yes, it is. Awesome. And you, do you do different park runs? Sometimes? We've done a couple of different park runs. We've been to Cairns where um, my sister was, um, but Zilmere is our home and it's really hard to leave because it's very friendly and it's just such a lovely course. Awesome. Well, we're thank you, thank, thankful for having people like you guys on the course this morning, encouraging people. Thank so you. So really well done. Thank you. Thank you. And two very good reports coming to us from Ingrid at Armadale and Sarah from the west side over on the east side, Ollie, <laughs> at Zillia. That's right. That's right. And, look, wonderful to hear from a whole you know, a bunch of park runners and park walkers, I think, even more so. So, you know, some common themes there with a few of our guests in the roving reports and the way they plan their tourism, uh, much like yourself, Mel. But Parkwalk, getting a good, solid representation. Good work, everyone. It was, but especially Margaret, Ollie, who was made to feel more welcome because mm. of the Parkwalk initiative. Yes. And I think, you know, that's something that a lot of us and certainly Ingrid indicated uh, that she thought everybody would be welcome at Parkrun, but just that change in name has made a big difference. Yeah, I suppose different things resonate for different people and there's absolutely, it seems, a, you know, a place to, to get that message out there and to help more people discover you know, Parkrunning the way that, that they enjoy. But we've got mail this week, Ollie. You've got mail. Oh, yeah, that's right. The email inbox works. It does, and it was full to overflowing. So thank you to everybody that took the time to let us know that we're not broken, mm -hmm. that uh, our email is actually still working. And first up, we heard from David Irwin, and he said, Mel and Ollie, you wanted an email. You got an email. Also try Marathon Talk Podcast as it's back, the original running podcast. Best wishes, David, a.k.a. Monty Slade. Oh, are <laughs> <laughs> we allowed to say that? <laughs> I don't know. There's no disclaimer. I've never listened to Marathon Talk, Ollie. Oh, am I going to get shot? No, no, you're not going to get shot, but it is a great podcast. It has been, I'm sure, five years since I've listened to Marathon Talk, but it's absolutely a stalwart of the running uh, community and uh, always, always has a lot to listen to. So thank you, David. Good suggestion. Hmm. Now, the next email in our inbox came from Callum Burrell, 
who said to us, Hi there, Mel and Ollie. I know that both of you and the pod listeners love your parkrun stats, and a good number of people like to use the 5K app to track these. Well, one new feature which I wanted to draw your attention to is the new stat feature titled Total Days Attendance, and that's located on the main profile page between Years Park Running and Longest Tourist Streak. Prior to this app providing this stat, it is fair to say that days attended would ordinarily be something that people would have to work out themselves and probably have spreadsheets to figure it all out. But now the 5K app developers have made looking at this so much easier. I think a key thing to point out is, hypothetically, if I have done 280 park runs, why does it show up with 276 days? Well, that is more than likely due to these occasions when a few of us were able to get to do New Year's Day doubles back in the day when we were allowed to do them. As you might recall, my wife Lindsay and I did our joint 250 a few weeks ago, 250 runs for me and 250 volley stints for Lindsay, and many thanks for providing us both with an Obie Award in recognition of that. Now, on Lindsay's profile, it states that her total day's attendance is 249, again, due to New Year's Day doubles and also one occasion when Lindsay doubled up one week when being volunteer coordinator for our home event, then barcode scanning for another, again in the days that could count as two credits in one week. Therefore, this coming Parkrun Day will be Lindsay's 250th day attended. So in summary, there is now another very arbitrary milestone which folk can look forward to. They're 50, they're 100, 250 or whatever their parkrun day attendance figure is. Good luck trying to explain that one to the RD on the day. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for a great pod and the encouragement for those doing Streaky September. This was my first time being involved with that and it was also great to hear the streak master Pippa White giving her words of wisdom. All the best, Callum Burrell, A461587. And P.S. I've included a couple of screenshots of the app to help show you what I've described in this email. Also, I look forward to hearing the You've Got Mail sound effect again, <laughs> which we've enjoyed. <laughs> Thank you, Callum. That is a really good feature. I looked mine up, Ollie, just then while you were reading, and my mm. total day's attendance is 444. 444. So have I got a Nelson total attendance <laughs> days? <laughs> wow, that's a multiplier. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of freaky because my previous married name was Nelson. So anyway, oh, um, oh. moving swiftly on. <laughs> I'll do my research while you do that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll go on and I'll read the next email. It came from Eman and he said, hi, guys, another enjoyable episode and good to hear Ollie had a nice holiday. On the question of podcasts, one of my favourites and relevant to listeners of the Adventurous Podcast is the AFF On Air podcast by the Australian Frequent Flyer. It's a fortnightly podcast talking about all things travel and frequent flyers, flights, airlines, and using travel points and travel hacks. As a frequent flyer family, goshy man, it's a great way to get up to date on any flight and holiday deals in Australia and abroad. Relevant to those looking to attend Palm 23 or even those looking to book domestic and international parkrun adventures. Cheers, E-Man. Oh, that's interesting. I think I'm going to have to download that for my next long car trip. I think so. 
Yeah, that sounds like a very appropriate one. It's a different type of podcast. I sort of thought to listen to something. I wouldn't think to search something like that. I wouldn't even know that existed. That's right. And that's that's why we ask. That's why we love this community is we continue to learn. So thank you and, and appreciate the, uh, the cheers for my nice holiday too. Thanks, E-Man. Now, on the subject of travels, we had an email from Sarah Langley who said, Greetings from Copenhagen. It was an exciting weekend for new opportunities as I attended my first international park run at Amaha Fairhood in Copenhagen, volunteered as the first park walker for the event and then raced across town to present at my first international conference. Amaha Fairhood is the oldest park run outside of the UK and is a two-lap course through the nature park. It felt similar to being home at Shepparton at times due to the wide range of trees and plants throughout the course. The volunteer team were very welcoming and it was a great event. All the best, Sarah Langley. That was great to hear from Sarah. Thank you for emailing us. I met Sarah recently, Ollie, when I visited Frank Keenan Reserve Park Run up in Yarrawonga. Yeah, and look, nice way to do it. Just touching down straight into park walk, volunteering, yeah, and to present at the conference nonetheless as well. So uh, it's been a big one, Sarah. And Sarah sent us a lovely photo of herself in her park run volley vest. Yes. And we've included, well, the office lady has included the photo in tonight's album. That's right. Now, we also heard from the quiz master, Simon McAlee. He sent us an email to say, even in Bali, they've heard of Oliver Spake even if they can't spell it. And Simon sent us a photo of a, uh, what are they called, Ollie? They are a gazebo? What do you call that? Like a, Yeah, like the portable gazebos. I don't know the name. Yeah. No, but anyway, it said Ollie Pake. <laughs> well, I couldn't make out the first word, but it said something Ollie Pake. Gandhi <laughs> Ollie Pake or something like that. Yes. I hope you're enjoying your time over there, Simon. And uh, <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm not stalking you. The skies aren't looking that blue, though, in the background of that photo, I have to say. I hope you've got good weather, Simon. Hopefully that's just some nice heat. Great running weather, that. Mm-hmm. No, so thank you, everyone, for proving that our inbox works. The notifications were really churning through this week, so wonderful to hear from everyone. And just the feedback on my own research, Mel, in my 5K app, total days attendance, 355. Woohoo! Yes. Well done. Thank you. But... We heard from some more people. Well, I suppose Dazza did more appropriately. Um, so this week at Dazza's, he said, happy birthday, park run. Let's have a park walk party. Welcome to Dazza's. And one of those being welcomed to Dazza's was Roberta Winters with a bit of a frond who said, happy birthday, park run. We'll celebrate with a mini frond at Jeeveston. And Roberta shared a photo with the Jeeveston selfie frame and a few other of the crew in their, uh, well, their apricot shirts. Looking like they're enjoying sunny Jeeveston, this park run day just gone. Our volley this week was Catherine Greenstreet, who said, Park Walker at Robel Domain. I really enjoyed the new role, chatting to people about park run and encouraging people. And we had a photo of Catherine in her blue vest. Yes, saw a few of those blue vests this week, which was wonderful. Now, a very liked post came from uh, one of the Channel 5 News crew, Tony O'Connell, Toc, who said, Hi, Dazza. The photo captures the joy of an awesome park run. Missed the walk memo from the office lady and scored a first finisher. 
and Tok shared a photo of, uh, I think, what looked like a bit of fun on a park run course by the water. A jump shot from Tok, and I believe he mm. also took out the age category record. So, well done. Now, having a frond this week was Sarah Jefferson, who said, Happy birthday, park run. An exciting day here in sunny Queensland. Super exciting meeting Tracy Wood and celebrating a Z. And Sarah shared a photo of herself and Tracy in the selfie frame at Zilmia. The selfie frame, yes. The <laughs> selfie frame. <laughs> <laughs> now, celebrating a bit of a milestone this week was Sam Ilsley and uh, there were a couple of posts around Sam's milestone, but Sam did share a photo looking very purple on course and said, I'm Sam and I did my 50th park run. So uh, congratulations. It was uh, one very purple crew. And volleying this week was Janet Reed, who said, hi, Dazza. Today I was RD aboard the Mothership Lockheel, celebrating the start of Park Walk Month and the start of my birthday month. Our blue vests didn't arrive in time, but that didn't stop us getting into the hashtag parkrun spirit. Two hastily sewn capes did the job nicely. Our park walker volleys, Christine and Louise, were visible and had a great time chatting along the way. Hope you had a good day too, Dazza. Just a hot lemon, honey, and ginger for me, please. Too much enthusiastic cheering on my part has left me hoarse. Lucky Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) And Janet shared a photo of the Lockheel park walkers in their very impressive capes. And that's great initiative, whoever got those capes thrown together that quickly. Yes, yes. What skills. Um, look fantastic. Well done. Now, Mel, coming to us from Europe this week was Graham Wilkinson, who said, <clears throat> I think. I read that at some park runs in Poland, you don't see the volunteers until it's almost time to start. So I was pleasantly surprised after an early warm-up jog to meet RD Ella just after she had arrived to set up. The UK parkrun tourist contingent was warmly greeted this morning at this most friendly of parkruns despite the language barrier. It seems that everyone here greets everyone else when they arrive. Imagine if that happened at Bushy. <laughs> and thus, after a few handshakes, I had picked up my first word of Polish. After the run brief, naturally in Polish, so the only words I picked out were when I got a mention for visiting and appropriate applause for volunteers and milestone achievers, we set off. Zinawishka Park Run is a tree-lined two-lap course, hard surfaces at the start and end of each lap, with an easy trail section in the middle that feels more forest than park. It's also very flat the whole way. On the second lap, I shouted out the customary, thanks Marshall, and backed it up with clapping. It's possible the Marshalls thought I was a bit mad, but they joined in anyway. To help runners, there's a map of the course at the finish line. The start and finish are marked on the path and there's direction arrows at critical points on the course. At the end of the run, everything was just as you would expect. Once my token was scanned, I was offered some tea, grabbed a picture with Ella and chatted with a couple of runners whose language skills are better than mine. Then it was back to the hotel for a shower and breakfast before catching the train back to Berlin for a second extra park run of the year. Arsenhide, here I come. Poland became the fourth country I've run after the UK, Denmark and Sweden, so now I'm a world tourist. 
If you can, I'd like a pumpkin spice latte, please, Dazza. <laughs> oh, that's interesting that Graham mentions mm. the thanks, Marshall. Is that what mm. he said, wasn't it? Thanks, Marshall. Yes. I think that's a that's a like a British thing to yell it out. And somebody's mentioned that recently on the pod. I'm sure I heard somebody mm. mention that because here in Australia we tend to say thanks for volunteering yes. as we run past yes. the volleys, don't we? Yes, yeah. I mean, I, I do like to to cheer back to the volunteers, but I certainly don't call them by Marshall, so you might be right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, well done, Graham, and congratulations on becoming a world tourist. Yes, that is an achievement. Next, we heard from Andrew Reynolds, first-time poster in Dazzers, and Andrew said, made the pilgrimage and rubbed shoulders with parkrun royalty. Andrew, I wasn't there. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> I jest. <laughs> Andrew shared a photo of himself over at Bushy Park Run with his son, James, and no other than PSH. So yes. pretty exciting to have an audience with the man himself. I did use Andrew's photo for the Consolidated Club report on Sunday. Yeah, not a bad day to, to catch up with PSH. And Andrew nabbed himself a tailwalker position too. So yes. himself and James were tailwalking at Bushy. I think there was 1,200-odd from my recollection of what he said. It must have been a great morning. So, uh, yeah, well done, Andrew. And um, now jumping across to Canada, Richard said, Happy birthday, Parkrun. This morning saw the last of our Canadian Parkruns before heading home and we celebrated Sally's 50th event at River Oaks Parkrun in Oakville, Ontario. As part of their milestone celebrations, the event organisers have capes for participants to wear to let other parkrunners know someone is completing a milestone. And Richard did share a photo of Sally taken on the course in her 50th cape. So uh, congrats, Sally. Well done on the 50. And over in New Zealand, we heard from Brett Bailey. Happy birthday, parkrun. Ran Pegasus with Brunner and 76 other parkrunners. The weather changed back to winter with a chilly two degrees, but we still returned to our two-lap summer course around the lake and over the bridge. A quick dash home, then into town to volunteer as track marshals at the New Zealand Road Running Champs with around 200 relay teams competing. Sadly, I can't take part in our special dark run at Pegasus today, Sunday, celebrating parkrun's birthday as we are off to see postmodern jukebox. And Brett shared a photo of himself walking on course with Brunner with beautiful flowers in the foreground. I want to see them. I want to see postmodern jukebox. Yeah, I've seen them pop up on Facebook. I'm very impressed with them. Mm. I also mm. would like to see them. Maybe we need to go to New Zealand. I don't know. Oh, I think so. I think they might be coming this way, in fact. But mm. were they the ones that did the they did the remake of the Friends song through the generations. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't they do kind of a jazz take on songs, postmodern They jukebox? do. They do. I've seen a Spice Girls one. Yes. In a jazz style yes. with three girls dressed up as three of the Spice Girls. Yeah, I do like some of the, the mashed up reimagined songs though. Uh, mm. When I was researching songs that I might have to sing, I came across some, some not by Postmodern Jukebox, but uh, another group that were very good at, uh, yeah, just mixing up some some classics. There was a certain 99 Red Balloons that's mashed up, but uh, oh. I digress. <laughs> anyway, doing a naughty this week at Dazza's, Natalie Soper 
said, No parkrun for me, as was finishing the Cape to Cape walk in WA, including a very hard eight-kilometre walk on a beach. The podcast got me through it with a smile, though, and Natalie shared a fantastic photo of herself on the beach there uh, on, yeah, what would have been a fantastic experience. I was very impressed with this, Ollie, and it made me do a bit of research on Cape to Cape Walk. Mm. It's 135 kilometres. Yeah, it's no small trek. <laughs> no, yeah. and it's completed over five days. So yeah. well done, Natalie, and thank you for taking us with you on your journey. Yes. We're, we're glad to glad to keep your company out there. Now, our last one today, Ollie, came from Jonathan Morgan, who was touristing, and he said, first outing for my Nelson T-shirt at Lockie All Park Run, event number 333. Of course, 333 being one of the Nelson numbers, but uh, Jonathan shared a photo of himself in his Nelson shirt, which had a photo of Lord Nelson on the front. That's right, wasn't it? Ollie, it's Lord Nelson, isn't it? The um Correct. Like yes. The captain. No, military? Military. Um I don't know if it's navy or military. Yeah. I navy. feel like he was on a ship. I feel like Lord Nelson was on a ship, but they probably did back then. Well, yeah, this is where I get confused because I believe that the Nelson I know of is is associated with sailing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Googling it. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, where I grew up in Tasmania, there was a, a replica of a of a vessel called the Lady Nelson, which I had taken to be associated. Uh, yeah. Horatio yeah. Nelson, is he the Lord? Yeah, he was a vice admiral. So, yeah, there you go. Hmm. Admiral Nelson. Yeah, because when I went through recruit course, as I said previously, oh, this is all linking in nicely. My <laughs> previous married name was Nelson. So when I was on army recruit course, my nickname became the Admiral because mm, mm. that's what they do in the Army. Yes, yes. Everybody gets renamed. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Well, okay, that's Daz's for this week, Ollie. Um, it's time for an Obi. Guess what? You don't have it. I've got it right here in my hot little hands. Just as well. I was getting a bit confused here. Do you know what <laughs> colour it is this week? No. It's Parkwalker Blue. Ooh. It's very on trend. I'll just pull it out. Okay. This week's Obi goes to... It's Sarah Jefferson and Tracy Wood coming to us from Zilmia. Sarah nabbing her Z. And uh, our two latest Channel 5 News crew reporters uh yes meeting up that's right that's very exciting congratulations yes. yes thank you very much sarah for well for uh roving report and popping up at daz's there and to everyone who joined us at daz's this week i guess mel with the informants not around do we move straight on to the Consolidated Club report, or do we have some stats? No, 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 Ollie. Well, hold your horses. Okay, Don't sorry. get carried yep. away. I have <laughs> put together some stats. <laughs> so here's my little take on the week that was in Adventurer's Land. <laughs> So, launches last week. We had Nolan's Park in Victoria. 
with 67 participants. Now, Nolan's Park is in the little town of Bort in country Victoria. And we also had Coobapedi Oval in South Australia, which had 66 participants. Wow. Almost line ball. Now, looking at Compass Club's Ollie, Roberta Winters collected her southernmost point at Jeeveston. In the alphabet challenges, Sarah Jefferson, previously mentioned, nabbed a Z at Zilmia and Beck Bailey, a J, and Joe McLean, an L, at Lower Hutt over in New Zealand. Fibonacci, we had Heather Hunter nabbing a 55 at Avondale University College and Beck Bailey, a number five at Jerobombra. In the Nelson Challenge, the office lady and Luke bagged a 3-3-3 at Rhodes and Jonathan Morgan, as we previously said, also nabbed a 3-3-3 at Lockheel. Stopwatch Bingo saw Karen Gore yell bingo with an E at the University of Western Australia. In World Tourist Stakes, Graham Wilkinson became a world tourist with his fourth country in Poland as Chico enters the room. As we said, Andrew and James Reynolds earned their bushy pilgrimage and Sally, I can't say her last name. Do you know how to say that, Ollie? Uh, I am guessing, but I think it's Gutierrez. She nabbed a red shirt at River Oaks in Canada and earning her black volunteer 100 shirt at Ainsbury Juniors, our very own Nana, a.k.a. Vicky Smith, along with her granddaughter Charlotte, who reached her junior marathon achievement. Oh, well done, everyone. So that's my incomplete stats because I pulled all those out of all the comments that we received at Daz's. So in in the um, absence of the informants, if you would like your achievement read out in our abbreviated stats report, uh, please make a note of it in Dazzers so we know to give you a shout out. Yep. And thank you, Mel, for the stats. Now, I suppose, not not wanting to, to let you cool your heels there, Mel, is it time <laughs> for the Consolidated Club Report? Oh, I'll take a big breath. Okay, so on Saturday, the 1st of October, we had of a total of 308 members, 238 taking part at 142 locations. There were adventurers in Australia, New Zealand, the UK, South Africa, Canada, Germany, the Netherlands, Austria, Poland, Denmark, and the USA. <gasps> And you can see a breakdown of all the events on our Facebook post, including a link to the report. Hopefully I remember to do that. Now, <laughs> the largest frond was at Robel Domain, who had six adventurers and Robel Domainers in Queensland. They were Steve Amor, Cherie Martin, Barbara Luther, Mark Brighton and Catherine and Ian Greenstreet. While over in New South Wales, there were five at Shell Harbour uh, and five at the Ponds. <laughs> <laughs> Locally, Victoria topped the charts <laughs> with 34 <laughs> events, with Queensland a close second on 29. Lower figures this week in New South Wales with 18. A very healthy 10 in South Australia with WA, Tassie and ACT following up with 6, 5 and 4 respectively. Across the Dutch, adventurers represented at six events in total. Oh. That's me done. Well done, Mel, and thank you very much. Well done, everyone. It has been quite a big parkrun day, an 18th birthday, park walk, and lots of achievements ticked off. I'm not sure how we're going to back it up next week. Uh, I hope to just show up. <laughs> How about you, Mel? You, do you have any kind of plans for Park Run Day next week? Do you even know me? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, oh, have we met? 
Yes, of course I do. I am going to jet off to Darwin. Of course you are, yes. (laughs) Yes, yes. So I haven't got accommodation planned yet. That's this week's problem. Um, I'm sure I can figure that out, but I've got flights. I'm going to land at some ridiculous time somewhere after midnight on Saturday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and do the closest park run to the airport, which I, or the city, which I do believe is Darwin. I haven't figured out all the contingencies, but I'll work it out. I've got five days or something. Heaps of time. Heaps of time. (laughs) So another adventure for me and I shall land back early hours of Sunday morning. Whether I go to juniors will depend on how empty the roster is. But there you go. There you are, everyone. Tune in next week for the next <laughs> instalment of Mel's Parkrun Travel Tips. Yes, there's <laughs> bound to be a really good lot of what not Learnings. to do's. Mm. Don't book flights that land at midnight. That's probably going to be one. Mm. Mm. I'm sure it will be fantastic and I look forward to hearing about it. I will be living vicariously because, yes, I will be volunteering. I'll be back in the blue and white vest at home in Shell Harbour for real this time. Sorry, Cameron. Excellent. Yes. Okay. Well, that's been a busy episode, but uh, we got through it, Ollie. We did. Have we gone over time? I can't see the time. Um, uh, what do we call overtime these days? Oh, wow. We have. I think it's time. With no further ado, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Sorry we couldn't keep up the 1.3 times pace in terms of speaking, but uh, Bruce has got a great tip for speeding us up if you do need. However, as always, everyone, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which does work, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week, and we will see you all next week for more adventures. milestone soon. The level two office won't be the same. Bye adventurers. Everybody stay safe.